morning, everyone, and welcome to the Crush the Fuck Morning Show. It is Monday, November something. The first Monday of November. That's what I know. Hope you guys had a great weekend. It is uh, beautiful weather up here in the Northeast, so a lot of us got to enjoy a beautiful fall weekend before we head into the gauntlet of winter. Um, today's going to be a very, uh, very special uh, video. I think it's going to help a lot of people. A great story. Good morning, Crystal. Good morning, Victoria. Scott, good morning. Angel Marie, Carolyn Cordero, Nicole Bennett. Good morning, guys. Hope you guys uh, are ready for a great week. Um, if you're somebody who has um, going to get their life back on track and has recognized for far too long that there are a lot of issues in your life right now that you'd love to correct and make uh, make a difference in. I think this will be a great little episode for you. You can also listen to these episodes after the fact uh, on any podcast platform from Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, wherever you get your podcast. So I'm going to do today's show through my eyes and my perspective and what what I'm feeling what I'm going through and how I deal with it. And I think that you could put yourself in my shoes. Many of you out there listening to this will certainly resonate with what I'm throwing out there today. So I'm really going to try to put myself in a vulnerable state and explain to you what um, this common cycle that I go through. When people ask what is anxiety um, for me, what is it when I, I have a, you know, when I start to feel like I'm going through a bipolar episode, what that really means to me? Um, let's start with anxiety. What is now anxiety used to be panic attacks for me. My first, <clears throat> excuse me, my first introduction, <clears throat> my first introduction to anxiety um, was through panic disorder. At the age of 19, I experienced my first true panic attack. Um, well, I was in Atlanta for the Olympics in 1996. I had just graduated high school, so I'm 19 years old. At the time, I was not familiar with the feeling or the emotion, but I knew it was scary. Um, I, had, I have never had a panic attack that was not devastating. I think there are several levels of panic attacks that people deal with. I think that people think that they have panic attacks. Um, they say they have panic attacks when they don't really understand what a true panic attack is. A brain like mine will absolutely, unequivocally convince itself that it's dying. It is a sheer terrorizing mindset that really affected me through my late teens, early 20s um, and really changed who I am. I used to get panic attacks with frequency. They would come out of left field uh, for no reason. I didn't even recognize at the time what stress was. It was never financial stress because I never had money. So I didn't really have anything to um, stress about there. I was too young. Um, I would be having a great day. And then bam, like a freight train. My my neck would tighten up. I couldn't breathe, couldn't swallow. My heart rate would race into, you know, probably up to 200 um, I'd get dizzy. I feel like I pass out. I thought I was going to die. I'd have to go to the hospital. And this cycle happened for years. Over time, I was able to, through medication, through counseling, and um, 
just through experience, I was able to start putting together different methods, different ways that I knew that I could take these panic attacks and um, make them not so earth shattering. I would start doing weird things like when I was having a panic attack, I'd pick a random number like 245 and I'd count back in threes like 242, 239, 236, you know, 233. I would start doing mathematical equations that would help me eradicate the thought process. I also realized that nobody in history has ever died from a panic attack. The issue becomes when you're having a panic attack, it's hard to decipher between reality and what isn't real, right? It's hard to decipher because you genuinely believe you're having a heart attack. My last severe panic attack happened four years ago in Las Vegas. Um, I fell down in the kitchen. I was, it was drastic. I, thought I, I literally thought I was having a heart attack. I went to the hospital, spent uh, 36 hours in the hospital. Uh, it was bad. Um, and so just to, I'm just trying to give you guys a perspective of when I say I have a panic attack, that's what that is. Those are very, very infrequent. My chemical imbalance is still the same, okay? But now those panic attacks showcase themselves through anxiety. And what I mean by that is now I have panic attacks all the time, but I don't recognize them as panic attacks because I've learned coping mechanisms and how to deal with those things. So they become just GAD, just general anxiety disorder. Um, this is not, there's people that are watching this right now who have, textbook chemical imbalances in their brain. And there's a lot of people in here that just experience anxiety from time to time like many of us do. There's a massive spectrum in which a lot of us deal with anxiety. I am disabled when it comes to, to anxiety. I will never eradicate anxiety from my life. It just won't happen. All right. So my panic attacks now manifest themselves in anxiety, which is great news for me. Because if you've ever experienced a true panic attack, could you imagine having that multiple times a week for years and how that would change your quality of life? Beyond that, being diagnosed with bipolar 2, okay? And what is bipolar 2? There's bipolar 1, which is a lot more difficult to deal with, and there's bipolar 2. So what happens to me is I get really high, and we don't know how long that high is going to last for. It could be a day or two. Sometimes, oftentimes, it could be weeks, although that's much more rare. And I can go down. And usually when I go down, it's a couple of days, few days. And you, what you hope to do is not let that become weeks, okay? And it happens like that. And there's no real, it's, it usually for me, the cycle happens after something that requires a lot of um, endorphins, uh, something that I'm really intense and happy about, something that... Um, brings me like, so I don't do drugs and I don't do, and I don't drink. So I try to find other things because I have very impulsive personality traits. I'm very impulsive. I make poor decisions. I, I have severe ADHD. Um, and when you look at the qualities that people possess to have things like ADHD, some of the, um, personality traits of people who have ADHD, uh, we're very, we're very like, um, we, 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 we're, we're erratic. Um, we make decisions and we don't think of the consequences. 
Um, we're looking for instant gratification. I'm not much of a planner. I have an idea. I want to do it right now. I'm on fucking cloud mine. Let's go. Let's do the most amazing thing ever. And then when it finishes, I got no purpose. I crash again. Okay. This cycle has been going on for decades in my life. I'm 45, right? So you're talking 25 years. I've been dealing with this cycle, you know, um, and yes, again, there's a spectrum. Some people deal with that. Some people don't, but I deal with it on the constant. I obsess over anxiety. I can't, it's, I, I'm doing what they call a checks and balances at all time. I do it so frequently that I don't even know I'm doing it anymore. It's so engraved into who I am. I could be having a conversation with my staff, my friends, um, right here with you guys. I'm, I'm evaluating my happiness all, all the time. So what happens is I'm always second guessing things. I'm always questioning things. Beyond that, my brain needs to attach to something. And what I hope that doesn't happen is I hope it doesn't attach to something negative. Because when it does, that's when a downward, a downward spiral begins. So here we are. I'm coming off the Ironman World Championships four weeks ago. I had a purpose. I had something big going on. It's this monumental thing. So monumental and so difficult that it left me with this, this, this high for weeks. And then it's coming on the back. Now on the back side of that, I have an immense amount of stress. Look at the things that I own. I own a retail company. I own Chaos and Kindness. What are the busiest 60 days in retail? Christmas. We're about to open three stores in two weeks. Huge financial risk. Huge financial investment. Are you making the right decisions? I'm coming off this big purposeful thing. This big purposeful event with the Ironman. But now what? Well, I have a bunch of ideas. It's not a, I'm not at a lack of creativity. I'm, a, I'm at a lack of making commitment. So now you're starting to feel that process. You're out there going, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying, Justin. I too have all these things I want to do, but I have a hard time committing to them. That makes me feel weak. And then what I start doing, I start eating like shit. I've told myself time and time again for the last three weeks, I'm going to eat healthy. I've said to my wife time and time again, hey, make me healthy food, make me healthy food. All right? And then everywhere around me, there's donuts and there's snacks and these things. And I don't have right now the self-discipline to say no to those things because I'm, 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 I'm at a deficit. Okay? And what happens is people around you, they don't want you to succeed, not because they don't love you, but because they're in their own world of insecurity also. So, hey, man, have some pizza because I'm having pizza. But you don't want to do those things. Okay, um, I have a terrible habit of sports betting. I've yet to ever talk about it publicly, but I sports bet a lot. And it occupies a lot of my emotional time and financial time. And I try to get out of it. My friend's like, hey, man, get back in. So I'm like, I I'm, when you're susceptible to something, if you're trying to quit smoking and people are bringing cigarettes around you, it's not easy, right? It's not, it's not their fault. But until you're prepared and have the strength to overcome those things, you're in a very vulnerable state of mind. All right. And all that does is create this downward spiral. So I have all these things, all these ideas, and I'm paralyzed by thought. I have too much going on and not enough things to focus on. Too many great ideas. We've got eight shows left in the history of the Redonkulous show here uh, at the Cake Theater that we want to make amazing. But then I've only got three and a half, three and a half weeks to create the best winter tour where we're going to try to sell out all the theaters all over New Hampshire from the Palace Theater to Lebanon and Keene and all these other places. 
So I'm trying to write that new show. So here's the stress of that. Here's the stress of, you know, I'm dealing with a 13-year-old daughter who won't get off her phone and communicate with me. You know, you're trying to deal with that as a parent. You're trying to, you're always second-guessing things. Should I sell this? Should I buy this? Should I move here? Should I do that? You're always second-guessing. And what happens is when you're in a downward spiral and you're anxious, there's this immense amount of indecisiveness that takes place. And when you're indecisive, you start to lack confidence in yourself because you don't believe that you have the ability to make sound decisions. And when you don't make decisions, you don't have progress. And when you don't have progress, you lose confidence and you no longer have any progress and consistency in your life. So that's what an anxious mind goes through. So instead of being proactive, it's not, there's nothing around you. you go, the only person that can dig out of this is me. Fortunately for me, I've been through this cycle so many times in my life. And I know that whether it's tomorrow or the next day, life is going to get good again. So here's what I do. All right. So what do you do, Justin? How do you get through that? I pick a reasonable goal. All right. It's Monday morning. All right. Yesterday's gone. There's nothing I can do about it. I ate like shit all weekend long. I'm upset with myself. I, I don't. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Today's today. So we start again today. We rebuild. All right. I pick a reasonable goal. So what's my goal going to be today? Ready? No sugar. Drink a gallon of water. That's it. That's my only goal. I have a hundred goals that I should accomplish because I'm way behind. I need to make a bunch of decisions, but I'm going to start with one simple thing. I'm just going to get through this Monday with no sugar and drink a whole gallon of water. Well, that sounds easy. It's not easy when you have a mind that is lacking confidence. It is not easy. I just want to show today that I can do one thing that I'm upset. I'm, I'm, I'm upset with myself for allowing my diet to be shit. I'm upset with myself because I'm better than that. I'm better than that. It starts with that for me because I really care. And I also believe that a lot of my mental health comes from the stomach and the gut. All right. I'm a big believer in that. The science backs it up. I'm a huge believer that this up here is truly affected and starts down here. All right. So all I care about today is eat healthy, eat healthy, and drink one gallon of water. That's my goal. Okay. One goal at a time. I don't, I'll focus on tomorrow, tomorrow. We'll talk about tomorrow's goals. I'm going to walk you through this whole week, how I run my business, what I'm trying to decide on, the things I have to get done. But today, just don't stress, Jay, back it down, one gallon of water, no sugar. There's a band called Weezer. You may have known the band Weezer. They have great hits like Buddy Holly, um, Beverly Hills. The singer from Weezer, his name is River Cuomo. River Cuomo, they experienced a huge amount of success back in the, the, the late 2000s, in the, in, uh, uh, the early, late 90s and the 2000s. Then they started making shitty albums. Rick Rubin, who's the great producer who produced Beastie Boys' License to Ill, went on to produce all the, the, the great Red Hot Chili Peppers albums. Rick Rubin met with Rivers Cuomo and said, Rivers, the reason why Weezer's music is no longer hits and isn't successful is because you've had too much success. Here's what he made him do. He made him move to an apartment in Los Angeles, moved out of his multi-million dollar mansion, took all his money away and gave him a $1,000 a week salary to make music for a year. So imagine being a millionaire and stripping it all away and moving back to an apartment. 
You might think, well, that sucks. You worked so hard to get to there. But the point was, sometimes having too much really can play a role in you not focusing. You're spending too much. It's very easy for me, right? I have financial success. It's easy for me to mask the things that I feel I'm deficient at by just buying something. Because it's an instant gratification. That's what people like me look for. Instant gratification. All right? So I have to go back to the basics. That's the thing. Start building your process. Start with just getting back to the basics. So that's what we're going to focus on today. Today, I'm in this downward spiral. I'm depressed. I'm anxious. I'm confused. I'm questioning everything in my life. Everything. Personal relationships to, you know, to financial situations, to business decisions, to am I worthy? I, you feel like you're a fraud. You feel like you're not a real person. You feel like you're watching your life from a different perspective. And I know a lot of you out there can resonate with this. So I'm going to walk you through how I get, I'm, I'm, I'm at a bottom point. This is it for me. I could go down further, but I'm not going to allow it. I've been here before. I could, I could, I could go down further, but I'm not going to. All right, so here's my metric. Here's, here's optimal me. Here's the bottom. I'm about here. I'm not going to do this. We're not, this is it for me. I'm stopping here. I'm going to show you how to climb up every day this week. I'm going to walk you through every decision I make this week. This will be the most transparent week of morning shows ever. I'm literally going to let you guys live in my brain all week long. I'm going to tell you the decisions I make. I'm going to be completely transparent of the ideas I have. I'm not even going to save these for big announcements. I'm going to let you guys understand the process in which I go through and how I make that. So today, it's back to the basics. It starts with a gallon of water and no sugar. I'm going to get my workout in. I'm going to go outside. I'm not going to stress it. I'm going to look at my to-do list. I'm going to pick the things that I want to do, and I'm going to knock them out. And then tomorrow, I'm going to share with you that I get through that. Was I, a- was I able to say no to sugar all day? I know it sounds easy, but hey, I got a sweet tooth like a lot of you right? Am I able to say no to those things all day long? And am I able to drink that gallon of water? And am I able to make a few key decisions that will really transform my week ahead in the weeks to come? I have a lot of pressure on my, my plate. And that's really what is even more difficult. I live in a role and I have a position amongst all my businesses where I'm a decision maker and I'm a creator. And when you're not feeling that and you have that lack of confidence, it really, really, really affects everybody and everything around you in a negative way. And the truth is, you can never always be 100% on. And with my brain, unfortunately, even though I take medication, even though I've practiced for, for decades the exercise process to make myself better, I still find myself in places where I have to dig back out. I'm in that place now. I'll be okay. I've been here before. And I'm going to walk through that process with you because I think there's a lot of people out there right now who could really benefit, who could really feel like they're not alone and walk through this journey with me. So today it starts today. Pick one thing today, guys. Pick one thing today. Mine's a gallon of water and no sugar. That's all we're going to focus on. One small victory. Pick one today. Just one. Even if you don't want to do it, pick it. Let's build that foundation back to basics and I'll see you guys tomorrow. (laughs) 